Welcome to Breaking Boundaries in Breast Cancer on ReachMD, sponsored by Lilly. On today's program, we'll hear from Dr. Bora Lim, Assistant Professor in the Department of Breast Medical Oncology at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center. Dr. Lim, who's currently a translational investigator in five active breast cancer trials and associated biomarker studies, discusses the findings of the PADA-1 study. Here she is now. The PADA-1 study is one of the studies that I personally find the most interesting. Is that, as you know, the ESR mutation is a mutation of the receptor where the endocrine um, the therapy would need to be bound and then develop the resistance. So the question had been, if somebody is taking the CDK46 inhibitor, such as palbociclib, with the ESR mutation, would this patient still respond to the uh, palbociclib plus aromatase inhibitor, wonderful Vastran? So in this study, that interestingly, what the investigator have tested is that out of 1,000 patients or so, we are testing their blood every two months to see if there's an ESR mutation, whether they remain stable, rising, even though there's no clinical progression, and then whether they change to different therapy of pulvestran instead of like staying on the aromatase inhibitor, whether they will do anything when the progression-free survival, better response, and the clearance of ESR1. So about out of 1,000 patients, 565 patients have been able to have a rise of the ESR mutations, and then they're going on to randomization between the AI and the pulvestran. And then the very first interim analysis of these patients in the progression-free survival between the AI um, plus palbociclib, based on the ERSM mutation, there was a clear separation if you did have either baseline or the persistent or the rising of the ESR mutations. The patient who had a baseline ESR mutation was about 7.1%, slightly higher than previously reported. The estimated progression survival based on this randomization follow-up was a hazard ratio of 2.3 if you did have an ESR mutation versus not. And more excitingly, that I personally found that there were patients who cleared the ESR mutation in their blood within four weeks period of time, and then this patient who had a clearance of the ERSR mutation in the circulating tumor DNA actually did have a much better survival of the median proportion for survival of the 24 months versus 7.4 months. So this tells you, okay, the uh, palbociclib CDK46 inhibitor could certainly work in this ERSR mutation population. However, the monitoring of this blood using circulating tumor DNA could actually guide us our uh, treatment decision, and which is a much better than the imaging followed uh, guidelines of the stable disease. We also did have another targeted agent that is still efficacious even after a patient have progressed on CDK416 inhibitor. It's called PI3 kinase inhibitor. But we are still left with the patient who has a different emerging resistance mechanism, such as NF1 loss, ERBB2 amplification, HER3 mutations or amplifications, and some of the other FGFR1 amplifications. And then those agents are still a little bit lagging behind. So for those patients who have a luminal B cancer, where they're running out of first-line therapy, second-line therapy, and onwards, they are still dealing with our use of the chemotherapy. And we really need to study them, and then we really need to develop more targeted therapy based on genomic um, signatures that each pa individual patients have. And then this will bring up to a true luminal B-based precision oncology. That was Dr. Bora Lim sharing the findings of the PADA-1 study and the potential impacts this study may have in breast cancer treatment. To revisit any part of this discussion and to access other episodes in this series, visit ReachMD.com, where you can be part of the knowledge. Thanks for listening.